diverse poetry scene. Poets using their voices to entertain, to move, to take you on a journey. Connecting you to grassroots poetry and performance. Welcome to the Spoken Word Show on 3CR Community Radio. My name is Brandon Bonsack. 3CR broadcasts from Wurundjeri land in the Kulin Nation. This is stolen land. We pay our respects to elders past and present. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. The inaugural Sonic Poetry Festival ended this week, and today we bring you a live recording of one of the festival offerings, the artist Nadia Rook and Jag, featuring at Open Studio. The event was put together by Radio Laria, a community collective prioritising the voices of women and gender-diverse poets. Nadia is the author of two poetry collections, Boots and Second Fleet Baby. She's recently returned from Perth to live back in Melbourne, and it's great to have her back. Jag is a genre-bending spoken word artist, musician and theatre maker who both channels a variety of characters or simply performs as herself. The recording you are about to hear was made on the 6th of September, 2023. Hi, Nadia. Um, let's you. welcome Nadia Rook. <laughs> um, I wrote a book while I was in Perth. <laughs> And um, missing my family a lot, two and a half years, I couldn't leave the state. And, um, but I did um, order a history book with stories about my maternal ancestor. I ordered my mum the same book. And um, I, it was a book that my, my grandmother read before she passed. And um, so my maternal ancestor was a convict and she gave birth to a child. Uh, she was transported from England to Gadigal land or Aora land. She gave birth during the passage. Um, so this is called Porphyria and Convict Mothers. It's in memory actually of Mary Wade, who was on the same ship as my ancestor um, and who is a descendant of the former Prime Minister of Australia, Kevin Rudd. It said that King George III <coughs> suffered from a degenerative mental disease called porphyria. And a month after he was cured, in the spirit of celebration, all the women on death row had their sentences commuted from death to penal transportation to so-called Australia. Sometimes I wonder who else lies awake at night thinking how we were criminals before we were criminal. The way a mere chemical shift in a king's body has led to our existence. The molecular lives of those born into power, 
the occasional coincidence of good health with historic changes of mind. Please, thank you. Please don't feel you need to clap. Um, during the passage, Susanna Mortimer had a relationship with a, a sailor, it seems, um, so who was the father of her illegitimate child. His name was Edward Screech, and this poem is called Screech. <clears throat> Sprinting through the velvet protections of night to hustle a sheep, salivating at the thought of mutton while questioned about the scale of your criminal intent, the line between guilt and innocence becoming blurrier than a town silhouette hours into the passage. A daughter you call Susanna Mealy Screech, sliding into life via surface thinly coated with sweat and other invisible remnants of desire. Susanna meaning lily, of Hebrew origin, merely meaning song of Hawaiian origin, screech meaning a way to express how it feels to fit a place you've never met inside your abdomen, like conjuring in your mind the distraction of an exotic flower, like singing a song you love but have never heard, like squeezing into a single laboured breath the pain of sudden growth. At some stage in all this, you took a second to notice how arching your back lends your life a release. The air completing the small gap between each of your spine's vertebrae. This strong chain of brittle decisions. This poem is my most published poem and I've never read it. Pink Petals. By the fourth estrogen injection, I look down to the needle, then look up. Pink flowers in the courtyard. How can I tell you about the difference between these flowers and this needle, the point and the petals? How can I tell you about the pink outside, rosy, rutting, blushing raw, approaching red but never being red? How can I tell you about the needle entering my skin, entering my abdomen easily? How can I tell you about the difference between these two things in the morning shadows inspectors? The soft and the sharp, the warm translucent life and the cool opaque metal. Yes, the blooms and yes, the prick. How can I tell you it's not sexy? but it is reproductive. <laughs> dear, dear Bougainvillea, how can I tell you the pink is not some generic female called girl, is not a point, is supple, rosy, raw. Mm. In Perth, I lived in a beautiful suburb called Maylands. You should go there, it's very lovely. This is called Learning How to Say Electricity in an Age of Power. It's, it's for Maylands and for my child. I've never known who I am until I know where I want to be. Here, a suburb 
where poets commission themselves to write on electricity poles yes. and the poles in turn relay messages for the ears of a crackling sky. Recently, my child learnt how to say electricity, having sensed something significant in the word, literally, power. I've dreamt of plastering the textless poles outside my house with poems, but I'm not sure I'm ready to expose my mind to the neighbours in that way, when those who see you playing T-Rex in your front garden wake to find your thoughts writ large, they still wave to you, but with something as small as terror in their pupil. <laughs> Instead, I try to listen to electricity like my child listens to the world, curious about everything's reasons. His questions have shifted this week from what's it doing to what's it for, to why, why? I know if I hand him paint and stand him in front of the grass-roomed pole, a question will appear in an instant. Will power that comes from fossils be the death of dinosaurs again? The pole, a message strung to a message, a page scribbling present into the earth in vaults and surges, and we, not minding anymore who watches us run, only inventing a better medium to say, hello, why, why? Australia's energy market is broken. Right, but Co-Power gives you better energy? Nope, no retailer can control where the electrons they buy off the grid come from. But as a Co-Power member, you can vote on where 100% of revenue goes. So instead of corporate profit, your energy bill builds the world you want to be a part of. That's cool. Learn more about the solidarity economy and Co-Power today and take the power back. Victorian energy fact sheets and basic plan information documents are available at cooperativepower.org.au. For clear advice on the right plan for you, contact us on 03 9068 6036. A 3CR supporter. So, as I was homesick from Melbourne, <laughs> I started writing a lot about bluestone and um, it's just really opened up the world of volcanoes to me <laughs> and stone, which is very nerdy. Um, but <laughs> anyway, this is a nerdy poem. <laughs> it's called The Acoustics of Stonehenge. The stones, researchers say, might have been arranged with acoustics in mind. We will never know for certain. But we do know when we clap our hands, the sound goes out, hits each stone in the circle, then comes back to you again. Those researchers tap, tap, tapping on hinges, mysteries noted that chunks of missing stone point to the henge being a massive xylophone. Mm -hmm. Would it be such a surprise if we put stone somewhere to make music? Or if early rock music... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I went there with a slip. <laughs> was so dull with the slip of an investigative tool it could cut you. <laughs> Sorry, I needed that unchanged grief coded poem. Um, <laughs> a pun can go a long way. I hope there's none in this one. <laughs> that would be too much. I wrote this poem for Open Studio, actually. One thing I missed was this 
this place on this hill, Rucker's Hill. This is a love poem, poem for Rucker's Hill, which used to be known as Mucker's Hill, um, otherwise known as Sloping Sloppy Earth. Um, apparently, it was very sloppy <laughs> earth here and it was very hard to get up the hill, hence they had to build Peacock Inn so you could have a rest once you got up the hill. Um, and it includes excerpts from a, a newspaper article called Bluestone Plains, published in the Backersmart Express in 1905. Not long after the lava had coursed, it hardened, began to line the sides of hills, forming caps on the slushy, sloppy earth, an arrangement close in geography, yet far in spirit, from the bottom of the nearby valley, where streams kept breaking any new crust that dared cross into rigidity, and water churned the softer rocks below. The Merry Creek, quote, cut its way through a lava plain, drew a path through the bluestone of the west and the red sands of Preston, so that down here, the valley was bounded on both banks and the gorge spanned by the North Bridge is the result. Can you see those banks? The top of a Wesker Cinema chalk top, protecting the ice cream beneath it, before the ice cream has even set. A memory of moving violently fast for a while, and then after each gassy, bubbled rush of resistance has met its destiny, that is, popped. Crispy, delicious earth, cheek to cheek, with an insurgency that made peacocks look a lot much less like peas. A process stripped to its essentials. A process I didn't know I had been descending all along. No more mining of metaphors from the earth. Only remember the caps, the actual caps yep. on banks that enable the obscenely steady slope of a bridge. Thank you. I'd love to read for you the, the last poem in this book, which, which I haven't read before, for anyone who's ever been tired, <laughs> especially for anyone who's ever been tired from caring too much, debatably. <laughs> this place called Mother. I drape my limbs across soft slats, allow early winter sun to melt the thoughts off my face, let them run into my hairline, trickle along my chin, listen to the neighbour's swimming pool pump, grind the solid plans of afternoon into the free-floating dust of evening, take slow sips of a prebiotic carbonated drink, clumsy, I spill it, unsure whether I'm too tired to move or whether this is the time of life to give oneself over to the small pleasure of icy liquid blooming the way skin is only a border until it's not. Arms wrapped across my chin, the drink floods my stockings, while body anchors body. All the childless versions of me begin to flow. Daughter, 
teacher, poet, criminal, drench this place called Mother. Yeah. Thank you so much. Gas is a toxic fossil fuel, yet gas exploration by sonic explosion is planned for the Otway Basin. Seismic blasting kills plankton and deafens whales, disrupting their migration. This blasting is opposed by coastal communities from Geelong to Apollo Bay and Warrnambool, who strive to protect the ocean ecosystems. Bring Whale Song into Nam City, Friday the 15th of September at Queen's Bridge near Flinders Street at 4.30pm and onto the State Library for 5.30pm. Rally for Whale Song Not Gas is hosted by Extinction Rebellion, a 3CR supporter. Vibe Union is bringing exciting, ongoing showcases of local talent across Melbourne. This creative collective provides a supportive platform to upcoming artists, hosting poetry open mic nights, intimate singer-songwriter evenings, and hip-hop showcases. Head along to one of their events for a welcoming night of creativity, or see how you can get involved at vibeunion.com.au. Vibe Union is a 3CR supporter. You are listening to The Spoken Word Show on 3CR Community Radio. The performance we just played was of Nadia Rook, live at Open Studio as part of the recently concluded Sonic Poetry Festival. Our next performer from the same gig is Jag. Please enjoy. So where I am right now, so I don't like the microphone right now. <laughs> it's not a personal thing, but I just, I mean, I'm a musician, so it's like I've, I've, I've always kind of had beef with the microphone, right? Mm. And that's where I'm at right now. And so I hope maybe this projection that I have and, the, and this microphone, you know, being in a solid place, um, is enough and so I can't look that way I have to just look straight because um, that's where I am but I do I do see you guys on this side but that's about it so I wrote this piece um, today it was kind of just like a rant you know and it had been about something that's been on my mind for a minute um, and that thing is gossip uh, people talking, you know, everyone, everyone knowing something about you, you know, it's like you tell one person something and suddenly because maybe there's some kind of kindness there or some basic, basic acquaintanceship, suddenly they're entitled to your um, business too. And so I didn't grow up in that kind of uh, society, in that kind of life, in that kind of family. And so... Even now, it's getting on my darnest of nerves. <laughs> but it's where I'm at uh, right now. <clears throat> there is no trust, no loyalty, 
and generally no open arms to fall into. City people are always moving. By a mere flash, maybe you'll grasp something special, unique and raw, but by the time you've come back home to tell one person, everyone knows. That's just a flash, it's in and out. So fast and so wide. City people gossip and call it transparency, being open, allies. And to be quite honest, it's awful. A monogamous voice paired for another monogamous voice. A single pair of uh, eyes left there for you to hold each other dearly and, well, wholly, wholeheartedly, folks. My business is not their business. Is that simple enough? Surely is it digestible? This rant comes from a place of sadness, a place of paranoia. I just want one, just one to fully trust. Don't think that I'm talking about a lover because I'm not, I'm talking about my community. I was talking to one person, one person only, and even then it was too late. They went in and out in the flash. Everybody already knows, and now they are no longer ours. Mine and them, them and me. We no longer belong to each other, just each other in that moment. I don't like city people. I've become one myself, but I think it's over, or at least this is the beginning of the end. Gossip, gossip, gossip. And it's like people are always going to talk, you know. It is what it is. And maybe, I don't know, maybe give, it, maybe give it a week, maybe give it a month. And who knows, maybe I might be back at it again. Hey, that's, that's city life. And that's just where I am with my emotional state, my anxieties, being annoyed at stuff. That's just where I am.
So I'm taking taking a break from uh, everything already planned and just going off the top of my head. <laughs> yes. Well, cause it's just that's well, that's where I, that's where I'm at. I am riding on my own ship. I have fallen away from you. Truth hit me like boom, and I finally got a clue that steam was fogging up my vision. Yet time, time's got away for you. I am riding on my own ship. I have fallen away from you. Truth hit me like boom, and I finally got a clue that steam was fogging up our vision. Yet time, time's got away for you. I am riding on my own ship. I have fallen away from you. Truth hit me like boom, and I finally got a clue that steam was fogging up my vision. Yet time, time's got away for you, for you. And no one ever tells you about riding on your own ship, but I, I'll make the time for you. I'm a woman who cares too much, people pleasing just above what is right for me. Divine and tuneful, we, yes, thankfully, no tears shed. Cause if I'm happy, and if you're happy, then we'll be happy, all of us too. Gather in grace forever. Um, so that was where I am. And now we've got to move on to the last bit of where I'm going. And so, in truth, maybe, my, maybe you guys might have guessed it, but I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> and no one ever really does. Maybe, I think maybe I'll get over gossip. Maybe the... Piano will become easy to play one day. Maybe I'll, maybe I won't be so scared of connections. To dial, to die. Maybe all these things won't matter, and I'll be okay with it all. It's just a lot of ifs, 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 and a lot of buts. Butts and butts and a lot of maybes and maybes and maybes. Um, and so it's like, maybe that's just what it's going to be. 
There's no, there's no big message to the end of this set. It's just maybe that's just what it is, because it is what it is, and that's what I am. I'm just, I'm just is. I'm just drag, and that'll be all to it. And in a hundred years, it won't mean anything at all. And so, I don't think there's any harm in it not meaning anything at all right now. So thank you. been listening to this spoken word show on 3CR Community Radio. We've been playing a live recording of the Radio Laria event included in the Sonic Poetry Festival, which featured Nadia Rook and Jag at Open Studio. For more info on what Radio Laria do, visit www.radiolariapoetry.com. We'll also drop a link on the spoken word webpage which is 3cr.org.au forward slash spoken dash word, where you can download a podcast of this very episode, as well as trawl through years and years of archives. This has been Spoken Word. My name is Brendan Bonsack. Thank you for listening.